this is 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 the local music revolution the local music revolution local music revolution local music revolution to the local music revolution i will be your host this evening this morning however or whatever time you are listening in any event my name's ogre sorry that's awkward on today's episode i am interviewing a band called a mirror hollow which is super super awesome because um they are split between la and fresno which i am very close to fresno also um the way they write, the way they record, and the way they practice are very, very odd to me because they're split up so far. And even better is I got to see them live opening up for Trivium, and that was incredible. Before we get into the interview, let's do some public service announcements. Firstly, if you want to get a hold of me, that is going to be facebook.com slash localmusicrevolution on Twitter at TLMRpodcast on instagram at the local music revolution on tumblr at tumblr.com slash the local music revolution and all newest updates are updated immediately on the local music revolution.com i love saying that it's so amazing to have the own my own dot com for this podcast so go to the local music revolution.com take a look around if you are a band sign up for an interview we'll do that kind of thing the more the interest grows about the podcast, the more I get the same question over and over and over again. So it will become part of this. If you want to hear the Local Music Revolution and the podcast, all 80 plus episodes of the podcast are on iTunes and Stitcher. YouTube is iffy. And it's got some, but I keep getting notifications, so YouTube sucks. But go to longbox.fm check out all of the podcasts in that network go tell dirty dowdy that i sent you tell him you're looking for some good local music from california central valley he'll hook you up with some some good music on the radio station as well so yeah go to longbox.fm because it's an awesome 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 network of podcasts from the central valley of california and I said awesome three times in there, but I also have to say that stringjoy.com is also awesome because they customize sets of strings for you crazy guitarists, you addicted, addicted mofos. So go to stringjoy.com, check out what they have, all right? You can have the base sets that they pre-make for you, or you can talk to them and actually get the custom strings like made for you and sent to you to your specs so go to stringjoy.com check it all out and when you're done go to the checkout with all of your stuff and hit the promo code local that's l-o-c-a-l and you will get a discount for being a listener of the local music revolution 
Last bit of information before we get to this interview. If you are in the Central Valley of California or you don't mind taking a trip, get out to see the show. It's the weekend before Halloween. It is a masquerade Halloween show, so costumes and masks are encouraged. But more so than the idea, we have bands that have not played in Tulare. That's very, very hard to say sometimes. So you got to come out and check it out. Plus, it's at Barmageddon, and Barmageddon is just always awesome. They treat me well. They treat their other customers well. you got to play video games and watch a metal show at the same time. It's super rad. So October 29th, 2016, in Tulare, the Masquerade Halloween show at Barmageddon be there and now i'm done with all of the service announcements let's do this this is a mirror hollow all right guys we're live um so i'm here with the guys from a mirror hollow how are you guys doing today good man good thanks for having us well thank you guys for being on the show uh so you guys uh you guys are predominantly based out of la but you do have members in fresno as well um, yeah. Can you guys talk about um, how you guys got together and how the band uh, formed and how you guys practice that way, man? Yeah, um, well, we formed in Fresno, actually, um, uh, I guess a little a little less than two years ago um, when basically three local Fresno bands started to dissolve and we basically decided to form something new from the ashes of all those bands. And uh, we just wanted to do something different that was going on in the scene there. Nice. And, uh, you know, life happens and we ended up, or I ended up moving to uh, LA. And, you know, we wanted to keep the thing going because we were getting good traction and, you know, we really liked the material. And nowadays it's, we you don't need to be in the same place. Lots of professional bands have members that live in different states even. So we, <laughs> yeah. we didn't think of it as a, you know, as an excuse not to continue the band. Nice. Nice. Um, so, uh, there's two of you on the show currently. Um, so can you, uh, introduce yourselves, uh, what your function is in the band and tell us who we are missing. Uh, my name is Cody Han and I'm the singer. I'm Chris Heil, I'm the drummer, and uh, we are missing Ricardo uh, Guevara, uh, our guitarist, and Harry Garvin, our uh, bassist. Nice, nice. All right, so um, so can we talk about um, the fact that Cody is a new member? Um, I saw you guys open up for Trivium. You guys had a, another singer and another guitarist. Um, so uh, can you talk about um, that and how that's working out for you guys? Yeah, um, we decided to, to part ways with our previous singer. Uh, just We just needed a fresh start, and while we were writing the record, we just figured it wasn't working out musically. Um, we have no ill will towards uh, Jason, and we just decided it was the best for the band. We just made a band decision that we wanted to go in a more uh, commercial direction, and... Um, you know, Cody's voice fit the bill perfectly. I had listened to a bunch of his tracks um, through our producer, um, Augustus Crimes, and we just realized that it would be a perfect fit. And um, the guitarist that you saw at that show is our friend Carlos Pagan. 
Um, we currently use touring guitarists, but we don't have uh, a full-time rhythm guitar. Oh, wow. That's that's interesting, man. So um, that dynamic, having him come in uh, and um, not... It, is he a writer in the band as well? Uh, Cody or Carlos? Carlos. Oh, uh, no. No, so um, that's actually very interesting how do, how does that dynamic work do you guys all practice together um or yeah. you guys do yeah, every, everybody does individual practice um for the most part and then we get together every few weeks and do full band rehearsals okay so when you bring in a professional you know rhythm guitarist pretty much they just need to know the parts and then we integrate their guitar parts with our you know ricardo's lead parts and they, they pretty much work out the arrangements and Ricardo likes to tell them, you know, this is what we need, you know, play it your special way, but this is, this is the basic framework of the song. And we just basically use the model that most, you know, I don't want to say pop artists, but most, um, most uh, single artists that use backing bands, it's, it's pretty much the same kind of setup. They get a bunch of pros together and they go on tour we kind of do the same thing, um, just in, a, in a, a smaller kind of version of that, just because it's easier for us to write as a core group. Um, we decided to use a rhythm guitarist instead of playing the track. So that was kind of, that was kind of our, our major decision for that. Nice. Um, also, another thing that I wanted to ask you guys, uh, there was a gentleman that sat on side stage for most of the set that came out with an acoustic guitar, played the part, and then stepped back off the stage. Um, uh, can you guys talk about that and, and what that what uh, you guys were aiming to do with that? Yeah, actually, uh, that's uh, Professor Whitehead from Fresno State. Um, our guitarist Ricardo is a, a music teacher and that's uh, one of his colleagues and it was his flamenco professor at Fresno State oh, wow. and so we thought it was a really good idea and a really cool idea to bring him on stage to play that part live and uh, just try something new we had never played that song with that acoustic with that flamenco acoustic part in there and so we just decided to try something new and, and uh, we thought it worked out pretty well Wow, that was, it was really, really interesting because he was just hanging around there for a little bit, you know, and yeah, definitely. You, could, you could see him and he was holding a guitar, but it wasn't until that part that he showed up and then he just stepped off. It was a, a yep. very interesting little deal. Yeah, um, and he, he filled in, he was actually the, um, the, the guy that got us the session player to play that flamenco part when we recorded it. Oh, nice. So, uh, he... And he has the ability. He had the ability to learn that stuff, so it was it was a perfect match. Nice, nice. Um, so right now, can you tell me about the song "Animal"? Yeah, that was um, one of the first tracks we did um, with our previous singer and our producer, and it was kind of our we dipped our toes in the water to try to make something that was. Uh, a little commercial, but also still a little heavy, and we really liked the groove of it. And um, we decided to start producing our own videos and whatnot, so we were messing around with videos, and, and uh, it kind of just went hand-in-hand hand with that. 
Nice, nice. So right now we're going to play Animal, um, and then we'll be right back. Awesome. Cool. That was Animal. So, gentlemen, we were talking a little bit about your dynamic being the fact that um, half of your band is, you know, four hours away from where you guys are located. Um, so can you talk about how you guys go ahead and start writing sessions and recording sessions with the distance? Yeah. Um, we basically, everybody has demos, ideas that they, that they jot down and record. 
and um, we send ideas back and forth uh, via Dropbox or or when we get together, we show each other parts of, of songs that we're working on, and everybody kind of just throws in and you know changes some things here and there until we can create a song out of the ideas that one or two people have. Um, I'm fortunate enough to, to be down here in the same city that our producer is and Cody. And so when we, you know, write tracks and, and I'll show him an idea or I'll show our producer uh, Gus an idea and we'll just sit in a room and hash it out. And then if the other guys aren't involved at the, at, at the very beginning of it, we'll have a somewhat of a demo to send them and then they'll give us their two cents and they'll play certain parts and change things here and there. It's a, it's a pretty fluid process of just sharing the ideas back and forth. Nice. Um, so, uh, Chris, you are the drummer. So do you write guitar parts and stuff like that to uh, when you're writing? Or um, how does that work for you? I do. I'm always demoing and writing and coming up with ideas for songs. Um, I play a pretty horrible guitar. <laughs> I, but uh, I, I do a lot of my writing on drums and bass. And then I usually ask either Ricardo or our producer Gus to make the guitar sound like a guitarist is playing it and not a crappy drummer. Uh, I, I, I get where you're coming from, man. I tried teaching myself guitar and it didn't work very well. So Yeah. yeah. I'm all right hand, man. My left hand doesn't like to work very well. I'm all right hand. I can write riffs for days, but trying to play chords is something special. My pinky doesn't like me. Yeah. Well, I can't even play anything, so both of you have me beat. <laughs> It's all good, man. You have you have the the pipes, and that's the pipes exactly. Yeah. <laughs> that's the money maker right there, man. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so so you guys do the Dropbox thing, and you guys write when you together when you guys have the ability. Um, so when you guys are done with pre-production and you've agreed that the song is the masterpiece, um, how do you guys start recording? Do you guys record in separate locations, or do they come down with you guys? You know, we, we take the completed song um, and show it to Cody, and then Cody will tell us what he likes and what he doesn't like and what we need to change in order to fit in certain melodies and whatnot. And then we just kind of just all get in a room and just go for it. Yeah, it also, it, it, it happens really organically, you know. Like, I feel like everyone in the band is on the same page. So it's, it's, it's been really easy. I mean, I haven't been in the band that long, but for, you know, the, what, three months I have been in the band, it's, uh, it's incredible how the chemistry is. You know, these guys will literally write uh, songs, and, I mean, I can just come in and just do my thing over it, and it's, it's done, you know? There's not a lot of changing going on. And... Uh, you know, I think that's a really, really special thing, you know, with all these guys because it's uh, it's a really hard thing to find, you know, nice. just getting the feel. And then, like, for me, you know, they can – I think it's hard for a singer to really get the emotion out and really try to get the message across without really, you know, feeling the song wholeheartedly. And, uh, you know, these guys do a pretty great job of that. Nice. Uh, so, Cody, when you came in and they uh, – had they – already had songs ready for you to go um and um, did you start writing immediately you know these guys 
had, uh, you know, I, I had to learn all their old songs, and then um, it was kind of funny. They actually kind of threw me, you know, they kind of threw me in the pit and said, uh, all right, you know, we're just going to bring you into a session, and uh, you try out this one song, and we'll see how things go, if we like it or not. So they literally uh, had an archive of songs. You know, they got an archive of songs, and we've just been working on the ones that, like, I connect with the best, but uh, that's kind of how I initially got into the band. I kind of took a song home, came back, and, I mean, we kind of went through it and got it all done, and then we were all looking at each other at the end like, uh, I think we got something pretty special here. So um, as of right now, yeah, I'm just writing what they have, and then uh, as soon as we get done with what I can, then we'll kind of start writing uh, you know, brand new from the ground up. Yeah, we never stopped writing. I mean, <laughs> we just had a session, uh, an impromptu session, uh, like a week ago, where we got together in the studio and we decided to write a new song and not work on any of the older stuff just because we felt like it. <laughs> right. <laughs> so that's what I'm saying that, you know, we don't know if it's going to be an EP. It could, it could really turn out to be a full-length album the way that we're just moving forward with all this stuff i mean there comes a time and a place where we need to say you know stop writing and you know finish stuff but at the same time you can't really control that sometimes you feel like playing something at a different tempo or writing something at a different tempo for me it's all about what mood i'm in if i'm in the mood to you know rock something that we've already got down that's fine but sometimes you know i get a wild hair and you know i'm i'm really tight with our producer and you know, we hang out a lot and, you know, we sometimes we just sit around and we come up with ideas and we're like, oh, wait, we got to get that down so we don't forget it. <laughs> now, our producer is actually an old friend of mine. I grew up in Chicago, like the Chicagoland area. Nice. And uh, me and the producer were in a band uh, a long time ago, you know, 10 years ago. We did a really, you know, we grew up together and we got a really long history together. So the fact that these boys were recording with him, you know, we both moved out here to California to get, you know, our careers going. And uh, the fact that these boys were recording with him off the bat was a whole nother, you know, connection. So it's like, he knows where I'm coming from. These boys, you know, they know where I'm coming from. So it's like a, it's such an easy fit to get these songs done. That's why I think they're going so fast. So you never know. We might have a album or maybe a double album. <laughs> no kidding. And, and Gus was our original um, rhythm guitarist. When we first started playing shows down here in Southern California, uh, he, he actually played guitar for us live on a few shows that we did down here. Nice, nice, man. Um, so... Can you guys tell me about the song Ridicule the Innocent? It's the first single that you guys released with the new formation of the band. So uh, is, are there any interesting stories about it? That's actually the song that we threw Cody into the studio with to see uh, how it would turn out and to, <laughs> see what the, and to see what the sound would sound like. And uh, we, we knew it was going to be something cool, so we decided to finish it and, you know, release a video to it. And it's kind of like uh, our... Uh, you know our introduction to uh you know our friends and family and fans of you know here's cody our new singer this is the direction the band's going and we hope you like it and i guess the message behind that song you know when they threw me in there 
I mean, I was kind of just coming up with things on the spot, um, you know, but I, you know, I guess the theme of the song more like, you know, was just about people with their inner struggles with themselves and, uh, you know, just over, you know, just, uh, I don't know how to say it, like basically just overcoming their fears and uh, not really listening to anyone else except, you know, yourself and staying true to yourself. Just kicking ass. Basically, just kicking after life, you know. <laughs> nice, <laughs> nice. We all need that sometimes, man. <laughs> um, oh yeah. So, so Cody, these are all your lyrics for uh, "Ridicule the, In- the Innocent." Yes, sir. Awesome. All right. So right now we are going to play that song "Ridicule the Innocent."
guys started doing your own videos, and uh, I presume you guys are doing your own graphic work as well. Uh, yeah. I mean, we we basically have uh, friends that basically do all sorts of different things within the music industry. So, you know, it's it's what it's it's a big music scene down here, but at the same time, it's very small. So. When there's somebody that does something really well, um, we, you know, everybody uses them. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, I get that. I get that. So, um, uh, there we go. Sorry. Um, I mean, we're doing the video stuff out of necessity, man. To be honest with you, the video, the video stuff at this point is super expensive. So, any place that we can save money to be able to record more. Uh, we try to do it and we have a standard and if, if the video stuff meets the standard that we expect or we envision the song you know if, if, if the standard is good enough that all of us agree on it we'll run with it if not I mean we've tried videos that have not cut the mustard and we just want to make sure that we're putting out quality stuff nice nice um, so how do you guys dictate that standard that's when everyone in the room just goes, all right, yeah, it, there it is. <laughs> and, and we have lots of, lots of, you know, friends that are in, you know, major touring acts. And, I mean, you can pretty much tell the industry standard of, you know, video and graphic design and stuff like that. So, you know, the, we, we take pride in the quality of our production of our songs. So the rest of the, the artwork and, you know, all the visuals and everything like that have to at least, you know, do the song justice. Right. And, you know, we got a lot of friends that are in bands and, you know, people that work in the production side. And, you know, they're a big influence as well, just watching what they do. And it's like, wow, you know, like, you know, definitely want something as good as that. Yeah. And, and we can't, you can't be afraid enough to ask opinions. I think that's one thing that a lot of people in this industry, you know, they try to close the ranks and they don't ask advice from their peers or whatnot. And we've never been afraid to ask for advice, you know, from some of our friends that are doing it. You know, I, I think that's the best, the best course of action is to try to get as much information as possible on, you know, what works for other bands. And we try to take a little bit of, our experience and their experience and try to meld it all together to try to, you know, move this train forward. Yeah, at the end of the day, we're all students, you know. We're always learning, and we're always just trying to do better, you know. Uh, so as you guys move forward and everything, are you going to keep the DIY uh, band aspect, or is there going to be a point where you delegate that out? I mean, we hope to just get to a point to where we're really happy and uh set our own standards you know with yeah. the whole band and you know we just kind of keep going until something hits you know <laughs> yeah i mean we try to keep it diy just because we don't want to give up control of the art to people that don't get what we're trying to do if that makes sense yes very um, much so but, but at the same time it, there's a, there's a certain amount of freedom that comes with just being able to try to do it all yourself. Even though it's a lot more work, it's, at the end of the day, there's a lot of freedom in that because you don't have to answer to anybody. Yep. 
besides yourself. Right. And, I mean, we got a bunch of great friends that are really good at what they do and they can always help us. It's, I think it's just always having a really good team. As of right now, like, as far as recording and as a band and songwriting, it's just a really solid team. They just go with what works. And it's for the video stuff, you know, we're, we're getting into that and we're learning and really trying to figure out what we really like. And, uh, you know, that's going to be a whole other path in itself. Yeah, that's, it's definitely a, a, a new path. And, I mean, we're pretty lucky to have talented people, you know, in our circle that, you know, like to dip their toe in the sand and do video. But at the same time, like, our producer, Gus, is also our, our main video guy right now. And he's the type of person that, you know, wants to push boundaries. So it's, it's pretty, you know, inspiring to see someone that just jumps in full steam ahead into one medium to the next. And that just pushes us to try to try new things and, and you know, nice. yeah. try to make something happen. And the turnaround time is incredible. And- um, you know, it, it, it's great. It's a big collaboration. That's, that's, that's one thing that we're really happy with our situation right now. There's just a lot of collaboration going on. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's really needed. I've tried the one band band thing and that is very lonely and very frustrating. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right, guys. So, um, so moving forward, um, you guys are recording this EP um, album, possible double album. Um, are you guys <laughs> are you guys uh, planning on doing shows, or are you guys kind of shut down on that aspect until this project's done? Um, pretty much, we've decided that we're not playing any shows. We just played a show uh, up north. I'd say a little less than a month ago, and that was that's going to be our last show for a little while until we at least get the recording aspect done. We don't necessarily have to have the EP out when we start playing shows again, but right now we're wearing the producer hat and we and we want to make sure that we get, you know, the songs done before we start focusing on the live show again. Nice, nice. Um, so also another thing that I noticed is all of your guitarists use Schecter guitars. Are you guys sponsored by um, any companies? Yeah. Yeah, Schechter, Schechter, we're part of the Schechter family. Um, uh, Scumlove is our, is our main A&R guy for Schechter, and, and uh, he, he's a great person, and they're a great company. They, they do a lot for us, and they do a lot for the, for the musicians here in, in L.A. Um, very loving, loving company. They take care of a lot of bands. Nice, nice. Yeah, and then I'm also sponsored by um, Spawn Drums and Silver Fox Sticks, which are um, Spawn Drums is also based down here, and uh, they they do they make awesome equipment, and they're they're really really good people. Uh, Silver Fox uh, is based on the East Coast, but uh, Greg and the crew are uh, really awesome. They they keep me playing because I go through sticks quite often. And uh, <laughs> I just order them by the brick. <laughs> <laughs> I used to buy sticks by the brick when I was playing out because I would just smash them every single time, man. Exactly. Um, so, yeah, I remember seeing Silver Fox uh, drumsticks like years and years ago. Um, it's really cool to see that they're still around, man. Definitely. Especially 
especially with all this, you know, nowadays, a lot of the companies, you know, they've come and gone. And, you know, we, we try to, you know, play quality stuff, you know, because we need to. When you're, when you're playing shows, you know, and touring and whatnot, you got to have quality equipment or else you're going to run into problems in the middle of the tour. And then all of a sudden, you know, you're like, oh, shit, where can I get my stuff fixed? Or what am I going to play tonight because everything is broken? <laughs> yeah, no kidding, man. It's it's great that you guys have that behind you. Um, so when when you guys were actually trying to get these sponsorships, um, d- was there anything in specific that they were looking for from you guys? Um, I know every company is different, but, you know, it's really good to know. Um, it's basically like getting a job. You have to have a resume and – you have to have a working relationship. You got to be out there promoting the product. You also have to, you know, have some quality stuff under your belt. So it, it's worth it to them to be able to, you know, have a, a brand association between your band or or an individual player and the company. It, it's not just, you know, free. There's 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 always a cost associated to it, whether it's a discount for the equipment or it's time. Uh, promoting the product. Nice, nice. I I've never heard it put that way. Thank you very much, man. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so um, we're wrapping up this la- this next segment. Um, we have a special uh, a special song from you guys. It's called Blame. Uh, can you guys talk about that song and why it is special and the last one that we're going to be playing? Um, it's actually one of the songs that's going to be included in the new release that's coming up here uh, shortly. So we, we figured that it would be a special treat to be able to, you know, put it out there. I mean, we had just recently finished this one, so it's, you're one of the first people to have it. Awesome. To it. Literally one of the first people to have it. We don't even have artwork for it yet. <laughs> <laughs> wow. All right. Well. Let's get this party started. This is Blame.
and that was blame so gentlemen we're at the end of the show i thank you guys very much for being here so the biggest question i have now is how can people get a hold of you how can people find your music um amirhollow.com is our portal site and we have music there but we also have all of our music in most of the digital stores um itunes amazon um spotify all those places and then we also have you know all of our social media you know facebook instagram twitter um you know an easy place to, to get a hold of us you know you can kind of check out some of some of the the stuff that we post and whatnot but uh everything is available on our portal site at amirhollow.com awesome guys Thank you so much for being a part of this show. It's been wonderful talking to you. Uh, when you guys opened up for Trivium, I like looked to my wife and I said, those guys are going to be on the show. I'll do whatever it takes to get them on there. So it's very awesome to have you guys on oh, the show. We appreciate the love, man. We absolutely appreciate it. Well, thank you guys very much. And uh, I will be talking to you guys very, very soon. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you so much. All right, gentlemen, you guys have a wonderful you night. You too. Peace out. All right, that was a mirror hollow. Sadly, I do not have any of the shorter interviews at current time. I need to restock on those, so I will be busy this weekend. And Dirtbag Block of Rock, uh, still on hiatus until uh, Dirtbag Smitty gets everything uh, ready to go. So, sadly, we will not have those today. It's all right, though, guys. It's all right. A mirror hollow is awesome by themselves. So, seriously, guys, get to me on social media. That social media is steadily growing. It's always awesome to see new people enjoying the podcast. So go to Facebook.com slash The Local Music Revolution. Twitter at TLMR Podcast. Instagram at The Local Music Revolution. Tw- uh, Tumblr at Tumblr.com slash The Local Music Revolution. And the almighty, the local music revolution.com are all places that you can contact me and let me know how much you like the show. So now that we have new sponsors, everything like that, just want to give a shout out to cold cock whiskey for actually being part of the local music revolution revolution. I guess that would be herbal whiskey. Super awesome. I've had it. You should have it because it's really really good whiskey all natural like herbal kind of mixture it's really really good really tasty even by itself and i'm not a straight whiskey kind of guy but that stuff is awesome so cold cock whiskey go check it out if you want to go online and check out cold cock and all of the bands on their roster go to coldcockwhiskey.com on next week's episode it's actually a very special episode and i'm putting it together soon it is matt zane of society one which is a great great independent band uh they are very famous for having matt zane the gentleman i am interviewing um suspended from hooks in his back while performing at a music festival it is super rad plus he is currently a really really in demand uh video producer he he does music videos for bands he's done john five he did uh wayne static he does society one and there's a boatload a boatload of other ones that he's done so check out next week it's going to be matt zane and it's going to be awesome 
Thank you very much for listening. Until next time, this is the Local Music Revolution. I am Ogre. You are awesome. Take care and be good, everyone. Local this music is revolution. The local this music is. revolution. The local music revolution. 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 Local music revolution.